0: Why do you need to wreck this? Because it's wreckable, all right? I took another look at it. I changed my mind.
1: Stop listening after you said we need a plan. I like your plan, except it sucks. So let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. What's happening, guys? Happy Sunday. Yes, that's right. Back live streaming on Sundays with my main man. He is my co host. You know him better as the man of the hour and the man with the power. Jerry Sinclair, buddy. I'm going to ask. I know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. How are you?
2: Randy, there are a lot of people out there in the football universe who have experienced more success and better days than what I have today, but none of them have had to endure what me and the Detroit Lions fandom have had to endure for decades. And I know that we have to go to San Francisco next week on the roads, a very good team. This very well could be the peak of my Lions fandom for all of eternity. And I know that sounds like hyperbole, but when you consider that the year my father was born in 1957 was the last time that the Detroit Lions played for a championship and previous to the last eight days had only seen one playoff victory, none of it is hyperbole. And so I will relish in this moment and I will enjoy it. So Randy, to say I am happy and to say I am in a good mood would be a vast understatement. Sir, how
1: are you? I am thrilled for you and Lions fans uh, across the board. Let me me interrupt real quick. No, you're good.
2: Because I have seen a lot of people talking about how they are all rooting for the Lions and they are happy for our Cinderella story. Let me... Give you guys an awakening. If you have been on Twitter and you have seen how toxic the Michigan fan base is and how toxic the Michigan State fan base is, I want you to know that if we win and all this, we're happy for you. We are going to be insufferable and you will hate us because we are just a conglomeration of those two toxic fan bases mixing into a perfect storm that is going to unleash on the universe and it's going to be dreadful and you will all hate us because we are all in fact dreadful people but i do appreciate it thank you
1: it's because you live in the murder mitten or you used right, to you're, you're from the murder <laughs> mitten no um in our patron group chat today like every time the lions did something good i tweeted i just uh messaged in the group chat lions with about six exclamation points and I was rooting for you. My son's godfather is also a long-suffering Detroit Lions fan. So I, I am thrilled for you. Uh, we've got a great show. We, we're we're going to spend a little bit more time than normal on good people, bad tweets. We will talk some dynasty trades and fades, uh, of course. But I tweeted this out, and it's just it's a reminder that as we come up on hyperbole season. Jerry, we know all about hyperbole season. Yes, we do. As a Lions fan, you mentioned people on Twitter or X talking about, you know, the Lions and, and et cetera. I remember when they traded for a quarterback named Jared Goff and Jerry, they said he was not a winning quarterback. He being those assholes, the Royal, we not us. I've always been a, 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 a golf guy, but Twitter or X told you that Jared Goff was not a good quarterback, right? Sure. They did when they hired Dan Campbell and he was going to bite a kneecap and then another kneecap, and then we're going to beat you. To, I mean, he was a meathead Neanderthal true. Let's go back to this past draft class, the class of 2023. They traded back from six overall to 12. By the way, the pick they got to trade back landed a tight end. Maybe you heard of him. His name is Sam Laporta. So they turned the six pick. Into Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta. They drafted an off ball linebacker, which helped fix their defense. And people said it was one of the worst draft classes of all time. Definitely one of the worst classes of 2023. So I say all this to remind you that as we go into this coaching hiring season, as we go into this NFL draft season, as we go into this play caller season, remember, it's not always all good. It's not always all bad. Let's monitor these situations, Jerry, and we'll take it for there. But I, but I tweeted all that. I tweeted the Jerry Goff, the Dan Campbell, the draft class thing, and that it's pretty popular. It's been around for a while. It's a guy from something going, you sure about that? You sure about that? And uh, people have really dug that tweet. So um, I'm rooting for you. It's It's a tough matchup, a stadium that Jerry Goff has not played well in. But we saw with the Packers on Saturday night that this team can be had. That that offense without Debo, if you go back and look at their quote-unquote losing streak in what would have been the middle of the season, that was when Debo was out last time. So maybe, just maybe, the Lions got a shot. I know this. um, We have a patron and and whatever. Um, If the Lions go to the Super Bowl, we may have to crowdsource and crowdfund getting jerry now we can't probably afford mrs jerry but we got to get jerry to las vegas for the super bowl we'll figure that out let's root for the lions uh, but another way you can support the show is to support our sponsors and right now we're going to hear a word from our sponsor at rival
0: this episode is brought to you by rival fantasy rival fantasy the coolest fantasy platform not enough people know about but they will once i'm done baby because they're always innovating they just rolled out seasonal leagues We set them up for patrons, for our listeners, and they funded over $1,000 in payouts. That's what Rival's all about. They're always innovating. They already had the fantasy book where you can take overs and unders, stack them up, multiply your payout. But then they added challenges so you can set your own lines and put them out there for the community. And then you can browse the community's lines and say, hey, this guy's crazy. I'm going to take the other side. It's cool. And they have fantasy bingo. Rival Fantasy is reminding me how much fun I can have with fantasy football and use that promo code PLAYER. The promo code is PLAYER. They give you a $100 instant deposit match plus $25 plus a free play. That promo code is PLAYER for up to $125 in deposit bonus and a free play. You can't beat it.
1: Yeah, Rival Fantasy, tremendous sponsor. And when you support the sponsors, you support the brand, not just Dynasty Warzone but also player profiler. Uh, we, we do have separate channels. And our guy, Dallas, Dallas Hyder, he has been doing rookie content. He is in the middle of a two-part preview. Part one's already live on our podcast channel, and he'll have part two this week. And what he's doing is he's previewing these NCAA all-star games, for lack of a better term. Uh, the Senior Bowl, which is no longer a Senior Bowl. Completely different conversation there. Jerry, you uh, you a big college senior bowl guy? Uh, You know, I feel like everybody overreacts to it. I feel like there's always, like, one or two
2: guys that stand out, and then everybody jerks them off for, like, a month and a half. Uh,
1: But you could have some good quarterback play. The quarterback play the last few years has been like since Herbert was there. I remember when Debo was there, and everyone freaked
2: out. And Debo's obviously good. Baker? I mean, it worked out, but yeah. But then you see, like... Like Rashad Penny did the same thing, went absolutely bananas, and then he was a first-round pick, and then he was Rashad Penny.
1: He got I, hurt. I, he got hurt a bunch. You yeah, did listen. But, I felt for that banana and a tailpipe. So yes, you did. Yes, you did. Well, listen. Speaking of bananas and tailpipes, this week's good people bad tweets going to be a little bit longer of a segment than it normally is because this is a bad tweet, and this is a good person. But there is some merit to this message, Jerry. Would you agree? There's at least one good sentence in it that I'll the, give you. The, 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 and the, the reason why we say that is, is like rookie season is upon us. Right now, this is a time where, and, and you should, take a break, enjoy football, just for enjoying football. Take notes. We're going to talk about guys that we're looking to acquire. Khalil Shakur played great in the game today. Um, and then guys will be looking to move away. Uh, but Rookie Fever will catch on very quickly and will set the, the the world ablaze, Jer. It absolutely will. And so it's not necessarily a bad thing to trade picks for veteran players, proven players. Like right now, you can get tremendous discounts on guys like Devontae Adams, guys like George Kittle, um, just think about the uh, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara. Just think about those those grizzled veterans that, as a contender, going into next year, these are guys that we just know are going to score points. They're not sexy. They're old. Er, I mean, by NFL standards, you know, they're old, not as in relation to the earth. So, so it's good to go out and, and look for trades, Jerry. Would you agree? I would absolutely agree. All right, so I'm going to be very careful because this gentleman is making a second appearance and he has blocked me once before. (laughs) Now we have a mutual friend, good friend, John McGlynn from the commissioner evaluation podcast. Check out McGlynn. Good, good people. Uh, John got him to unblock me. I don't, I don't want to be on anyone's bad side. We're saying good people. (laughs) We're saying bad tweets. The, The last one was about the bench press of all things. Because if the bar does not touch your chest, it does not count as a rep. I will have to take your word for
2: that. I don't Believe make the it or rule. Not, this bony chest does not know anything about
1: that. When we get done Google USPL bench press rules, you will see clearly stated the bar must touch your chest. Anyway, anyway, all that to say is that Nick Scripp at P2W Fantasy does a lot of great stuff, absolutely kills Instagram and TikTok. I would love to have his presence on Instagram and TikTok, but it stopped at Twitter this week because Jerry, you saw this one very rarely, occasionally you'll send me a tweet. Hey, we got to cover this, but you saw this one. You saw this one and you were like, are we talking about that one? And yeah, we are. Now, remember there is some merit to this. There, There is some, some points to take away, but let me read his tweet. 11724 If I had a specific 2024 draft pick and was looking to target a player with it, here's a list of players for each pick I would target in a 1 for 1 deal. If and, and we're going to cover some of these uh some of these these picks. If you have a specific pick listed, so you could take like you got the 103, you can look at his list of 103 and go get him. You can target the player under that pick or shoot for a player To the left, if you feel it is realistic, that's where we're going. Twenty twenty four draft pick values will increase as we get closer to the NFL draft. That's true. You don't need to trade your picks right now, even if you you know you're you're going to pull a Les Snead. Jerry, you familiar with Les Snead? I am
2: very familiar. You you remember
1: Les Snead's famous uh, famous quote during the Super Bowl run? Fuck them picks. Fuck them picks. So um, this is again, we're, we're we're still trending good. Maybe some of these players see them unrealistic. You're right. At the at their pick listed, but we are capitalizing on value and shooting our shots here. Share if useful. Follow for consistent Dynasty Fantasy Football content. Again, kills Instagram, kills Twitter. Uh, sorry, kills Instagram and TikTok. Eh. Um, if you're looking for a 1QB chart, he'll do it if this did well. He ended up doing that, Jerry. So, so far, so good. Sort of. Kind of. What are your thoughts about the tweet itself?
2: Here's here's where I mentioned that he got one sentence absolutely 100% right. 2024 draft pick values will increase as we get closer to the NFL draft. That's going to happen every single year because we're all psychos and we get highly aroused for all rookies that are coming in and we think everyone is awesome. Even if we don't believe they're awesome, Like, we didn't think Quentin Johnson was awesome. I think it was safe to assume we thought he would be better than the absolute mud butt that he performed in 2023. So, I mean, that is 100% correct. Where the issue is going to be, continue Randy, is with his
1: trade evaluations on some of these picks. That is correct, my friend. Now, mind you, he said, not my words, if this does well, I'll do a one QB, which would tell me he implied that this was super flex. Yes. Okay, perfect. Um. So let's go through the chart, shall we? Yeah. 101-102, hold for now. League power, maybe a package close to the NFL draft. Off to a
2: bad start. That is an implication that there is not a single person In the entire realm of dynasty players, that is worth the 101 or 102 straight up in a super flex league,
1: which is absolute and utter nonsense. Well, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you on this one because I am fine with that. But to his tweet, if you wait until we no, no, you're yes, you're doubling down on that. No, 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 like. We know that where Marvin Harrison goes impacts his value. I agree. We know where Drake May goes impacts his value. So you it, don't have to trade this pick today. I, I 100% agree with this part. This part, especially the 101 and 102, because it's got Marvin Harrison and because it's got Caleb Williams. I those are the it ones. Doesn't you matter if they land
2: on the freaking moon with Joe Montana and the best offense in the history of time. I am not going to be able to hold on to that pick and get Josh Allen for it.
1: All right. Well, you, you mentioned Josh Allen. Let's let's go into some of the other valuations. So according to this list, I didn't write it. I'm reporting the news. I'm not making the news. I'm reporting the news. 103-104. Here are the players. And we're not going to go through every category, but no, 103-104. You should offer that straight up, in, in my understanding, for Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Ceedee Lamb, Lamar Jackson, C.J. Stroud, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Brees Hall, Amon Ra St. Brown, Bijan Robinson. If, if you, as a dynasty gamer in the l- l- leagues that we play in, if you offered your one hundred one or 10, hundred, I'm sorry, one hundred three or 104 for any of the gentlemen listed on that list in a super flex, what's going to happen to you?
2: I am going to get the middle finger emoji and I'm
1: not getting a counter. Which is why this made good people bad tweets. Yeah. You don't offend your league mates. It's not like,
2: listen, I understand that you want to try and get the absolute best value that you can. And you want people to not piss value away. There's just, this is non actionable advice. Now, it's going to get later on, and more so, it's fine. It's this early stuff that just is going to bother the hell out of me. There is the, yeah, yeah. no way, no way, shape, or form somebody that just took Bijan Robinson as an elite running back prospect last year almost unanimously went 101. And it, it, oh, what? I'm going to trade him for 104 straight up?
1: Stop. That's I mean, I, I, I'm all for shooting your shot. I wouldn't be married to the woman I am now if I didn't have the courage to shoot my shot. Listen, but but there, I mean, there comes you did a offer 108
2: for Josh Allen in that trade, and she did take it. So I'll, I'll, may,
1: maybe it is worth taking the shot. So, so I, I, I like the list. Let's fix it, and, and we're going to do this. So get rid of the first three columns and like shift everything over. Just I, the contents. With that. If you want to put, you want to offer the 103 for. The gentleman listed under the one hundred seven, one hundred eight, two thumbs up. Give give her hell, because I think at one hundred three to try to get Travis Etienne, Tyreek Hill going into his age twenty nine or thirty season. Hundred percent. Brock Purdy, Jordan Love, Tua. Hell yeah on Tua. Trevor Lawrence, Kyron w- Williams, Devon chain. I'm I'm fine with that because one hundred three, one hundred four. That's going to be Drake May. That's going to be Jaden Reed, and there might be a there might be a GM in your league who wants to reset that clock on a Tua Tungvaluolo or a Trevor Lawrence or maybe yeah, they Jayden believe Reed. Jordan Jaden Daniels. Uh, but or there, um, yeah, Jaden Reed. I'm sorry, that's the wide receiver for yes, yeah. The are me um, off. My bad. Um, no, yeah, you're good. But but it just flowed because we talked so much about Jaden Reed this year. Because it's true, it's been one of the long running gimmicks on the show that you graduated with him. Damn right. uh, From from the Michigan State University. So I think I think that's where the list gets realistic. So if you leave all the headers, like if you're an Excel person, if you leave all the headers, just shift, delete all the contents out of the first two columns, copy and paste the rest of the columns, shift them over. This is spot on. You nailed it. Congratulations. But the problem is is that when you take the number one, not the 101 in a rookie draft, but the 101 in a startup draft, and that's Josh Allen in Superflex. I'm not asking, I'm telling, it's Josh Allen, and you offer me that, you offer me a rookie pick for him. We're never doing business. Correct. I don't take you serious. Correct. And this is the kind of advice that we can't give. Correct. You know, and the other one that 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 really chapped my ass like high wind. I'm gonna be honest, and I didn't go to Michigan State, but to think that you could offer an early second for Kenneth Walker,
2: yeah, that's not gonna happen. Listen, there's I, I, there's some in that range which I'm not there's like. There's some
1: really good ones. I there's agree. some really good. There's some really good ones. Even, even in Swift,
2: this. Swift has not been as productive as you want. If I try and offer an early second for DeAndre Swift. No one, in,
1: no, I, I, I'm not taking Deandre Swift and an early second for Kenneth Walker. That's I'm not serious. doing it. It's I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. This list was wild. It was so wild. And it had like hundreds and thousands of, uh, uh con, you know, like retweets. And again, range, this, yeah. this gentleman is very good. Not only with like, I, I think he's a redraft guy, just to be real honest. Um, and he's really good with social media. There was just a miss on this. Like I said, I'm all for shooting your shot. I'm all for holding your picks. There's a lot of actionable, solid advice.
2: I agree. It's just not this specifically not actionable. And if it's not actionable,
1: then I got I got no time for it. All right. Well, I I I mean, it's the thing. You 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 got, you got to go with Dana White. I don't give a shit what that guy thinks, what he has to say, or what he writes. Good for him. He's he's pulling good traffic. So you don't worry about the, like the, the, I don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Cool. Cool. He, cause that's true. He's pulling good traffic. Good for him. But th- th- this one, this one's uh way over our head, Jerry, but, uh, I'm ready to talk about trades and fades. And yeah, we'll try, absolutely. we'll try to be a little bit more realistic with our, uh, with our offerings. Hell, I might look at, I might use his list as my trades and fades. I'm going to fade you. Uh, all right, For, first one, Who, who? give, give me one, because this is the whole thing with the Lions and the Bills and the sadness that is in my heart, because I, I am an unapologetic Josh Allen fan. He's good, he scores fantasy points, he has some of the shittiest luck in the playoffs, I promise you, whether it's 13 seconds field goal or kicker shanks a, a field goal, my man gets unlucky, but we're just going to go through some trade and fades. So with the rest of the show, and uh, we'll just go back and forth. We'll, we'll uh, ping pong this thing.
2: I like it. Um, if I'm going to go first one, I'm going to go with somebody that I have historically loved. But now I am at a crossroads because we're hitting the point where he is hitting his age apex. And he is of the position group where it's time to shine. And he's shown flashes in the past. The situation is just so murky. And I'm talking about DK Metcalf. He's going to be 27 years old, which is exactly when you want him. He's shown that he can be productive. We just haven't seen it recently. And Geno Smith has taken a step back, which was as to be expected. We're losing Pete Carroll. We don't know who's going to end up being there. We don't know what that offense is going to look like. Maybe we see Jackson Smith and Jig McGrow. Maybe we don't. Tyler Lockett's still probably going to be there. What are you doing with DK? Like he, his name is going to keep him pretty expensive, even though he's a an eleven hundred yard receiver, which is good. Just not exactly where you thought he was going to be after year two.
1: I, I have become a DK appreciator. Here's my thing with DK. I would I would rather hold if I'm I, I, now we're not doing buy sell hold. we could we, we can use it because um, that's what trade and fade means, right? if you're you're trading for somebody it means you're buying. if you're fading them, it means you're selling. So we can throw in the occasional hold. For me, DK is a hold. to your point, he is going into his age 27 season. I don't know what his quarterback looks like because if they draft a current Washington resident, played in the national championship game, Michael Penix Jr. Then who, who is, I don't think it's arguable. He's the best deep ball thrower in this draft. And if Michael Penix Jr. Winds up with DK Metcalf, I think that's a good thing. If he gets an improvement with the offensive coordinator, there's potential because Part of the reason why they got rid of stodgy Pete Carroll, and I like Pete Carroll. He's 72 years old. You'd never know it by looking at him, the way he chomps that gum, but he wanted to run the football and play defense. Yeah. And if they bring in a more modern offense with a more modern head coach, then DK is going to get the rise. I know you're probably worried a little bit about Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah. Um, I I... I think he'll be fine. I think DK DK is a fine wide receiver too. If you have him as your wide receiver three, going back to the good people bad tweets, he's a guy that like if you can get for like 109, 110, big thumbs up, that's a shot to shoot.
2: I agree. I just don't know if that is possible. I, I, I agree that I think I think that's fine. I think his name, like the fantasy plumber says in the comments, there is his name is worth more than the production. And I tend to agree. I I would I he has the oppor- he has the possibility of being better just based on his skill set and who he is as a player. The problem is that situation is just not conducive to him taking in that next level and he's going to need changes. And I got to. OK, I need this, this and this for him to do that. OK, I need all of those things to hit. And if they don't, then I've got the same guy I've already got. And in that his name is too expensive. Let me let me, let me let me
1: ask you a question cuz you said that you made this point twice. Yeah? You you said his name is worth more than his production. I agree. What where do you rank DeVonta Smith? Wide receiver what? Would you rank him ahead of DK Metcalf? Ah, uh, I probably would. Okay. Um where would you rank DK Metcalf in relation to Chris Olave? Right next to each other. Okay, okay. So you're a little bit lower on Alave than others. Here's the thing. Alave was the wide receiver 16, missed one game. Devonta Smith was the wide receiver 19, missed one game. And DK Metcalf was the wide receiver 21, missed one game. They all scored within six points of each other on the entire season. So we're talking about the difference of a third-ish of a point. So his production's still pretty good. And what you have to realize with DK is he's like, he's got like the weak, he's not the steady Eddie. He's not the going to give you 15, 16, 18 every week.
0: It's going to be boom
1: or bust. So he's the kind of guy that if you've got a steady Eddie, you've got an Amon Ross St. Brown as your wide receiver one. DK is the quintessential perfect, perfect wide receiver two to go with him because you know, Amon Ross is going to do his thing. He's going to give you 18. You're safe. That allows DK to be the big blow up spot guy. He kind of reminds me of Debo Samuel that way, but like they they do the blowing up in different ways.
2: Yeah, I it's just it's it's so tough because now as time has gone by, he's not a person that you can match with something to get one of those elite wide receivers either. Like there, there's not going to be a trade where you can offer DK Metcalf in a first and go get CD Lamb. Like it, it it's we're no longer in that scenario. So then, really, who are you going to go get? It's somebody else that's like in his tier. I mean, you got like you
1: said, like Chris. Hey, Lavin, I'm not trying you're... to convince you. I'm not trying to convince you to buy. I'm trying to convince know, you to hold. Hold, which is, which is fair. And, and and you're not poo pooing on DK. You've been between the two of us. You've been much more staunch oh, over o- over I, our time I'm together. Probably
2: at like forty five percent DK. So, like I got a lot of teams with him
1: you're saying this from a very honest standpoint I'm gonna check the leagues we're in together and and see what you're uh, you're dealing dK for yeah, I uh, I'm, I'm gonna hit you with one of the guys that I'm fading and, and, and someone's gonna go I knew it you know there, there's certain guys that I've never been a fan of uh and this year he started off pretty good but from his bye week on he never scored more than 20 standard scoring points in a game and that's Tua and I believe that they're not going to pick up his uh, or not, they've already picked up his option. It should be, they're not going to re-sign him to a long-term deal. I, I see a world where they could trade him because Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, he got in trouble for having a conversation on a boat with Tom Brady and Sean Payton. Uh, neither one of those guys were free agents at the time to even have those conversations And it cost him a first-round draft pick. He wants to win. And I believe there is a world where they could make a move this offseason. I would not be shocked at all. I would be 0.0% shocked if he winds up somewhere else. And I say that because if you're Steven Ross and you're looking at the division, at Josh Allen, hopefully, for us that love Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall – Hopefully, a, a healthy Aaron Rodgers. And then New England, who has the third pick, they're going to be bringing in, at the worst case, Jaden Daniels. Thank you for the correction earlier. Drake May, or maybe even Caleb Williams if they were to try some kind of t- crazy trade up. It's not hard to think that they look at that team and be like, Did you watch the playoff game with Tua?
2: I mean, did- I watched parts of it.
1: Okay. Well, you probably watched the highlights like most of us because we don't all have the cock the Peacock app, where where you can actually watch that that game. Uh, I watched it on replay on the NFL Network. The one touchdown they had in that game was weak-armed to a shot putting the ball in the cold air. Tyreek Hill goes back, makes a great play on the ball, and scores a touchdown. And you have to look at yourself and say, hey, are we able to go to Buffalo or cold New York and win a game that matters? I wouldn't be surprised. And then you're hoping for a a Baker Mayfield type career arc. So um, I think there's still enough equity because people still will see the wide receiving options as possible. The the running backs is as very good. Uh, people love jo- uh, Mike McDaniel, the head coach, the play caller. So I think there's enough positives that you can get out for a fair price. A- and that's why I'm moving to it. I'm not mad at you for it is what I will
2: say because he does have a lot of pieces that can insulate him. But I tend to agree. I think I think the, the sentiment that sort of got me a little bit there was when you said, can I trust him to go into Buffalo? Or can I trust him to go into Foxborough? I mean, granted, they're a dog shit team. No offense. But, and I can't. So I'm with you, man. Uh, but also... Yes, it took Baker Mayfield some time. And I think people will hear you say that and take that as a slight. Baker's been cooking. I mean, the, before today, I think they won like seven of eight games. He's been slinging it. Granted, he's got Mike Evans, but Tua got Tyreek. But also, if it's two or three years down the road, do they still have Tyreek Hill? Are they going to sign Jalen Waddle to a long extension? Is Devon Aicheng going to be able to stay alive? So... I'm not opposed to it. I think you are correct. His name has value just because tank for was such a thing. You know, there was a lot of coming with Joe Burrow, Alabama quarterback,
1: Mac it, Jones,
2: baby comes in Aww. wins the national championship at
1: halftime. I'm with you. It was a tough t- 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 year. Tough year for Alabama quarterbacks. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm just gonna just gonna throw that out there, but. I, I just don't want it to be it's my opinion. I don't like Tua. He didn't score great down the stretch. I just see a lot more cons than pros. And I'm gonna be real honest. If if he can't flourish in this system with this offensive weaponry around him and that head coach calling plays, it may may be a problem. Maybe a problem, Jerry. Give me your next guy. You want to fade? You're driving this bus, baby.
2: You know, I was going to talk about his teammate, A-Chain, but I already took a little bit of a shot at him right there. So, um, I you know what? Let's talk about Chris Alave a little bit because people love Chris Alave. What are your thoughts? Like, I I know you had him at 112 and you were a little surprised that I didn't have him up there. But also, I believe you said you were proud of me for not doing it.
1: So I don't remember the gentleman's name. If I did, I would uh, give him attribution, right? I would I would attribute this to him, and I do not remember his name because he came at me hard after Alave had a big week one. He had like 20 points, had a, had a good week one, and I said, I like Chris Alave. I don't think his quarterback situation is going to let him be a wide receiver one. I said he's going to finish the season – Maybe we should do like our stone-cold best hits and misses of 2023. Alave would have been a hit because I said he would have finished in that wide receiver 18 range with upside of wide receiver 12. What do you know? He missed a game and and, and finished as wide receiver 16. Absolutely slam dunked that, that particular call. I like Alave, but to your point, I think he's worth a lot more than, than his actual production, Derek Carr's not going anywhere. That is as ironclad a contract as you'll see. Although I say that and Russell Wilson's is worse. and so there's, you know, it's true spe- I mean, speculation. He's going to be gone. So, uh, that's the, uh, imagine Russell Wilson going back to Seattle, but anyway, no, that's, that's my, uh, that's my, uh, dime store novel on, on Mr. Alave.
2: I think Alave has the talent. This is DK Metcalf all over again. I think he absolutely has the talent to be a guy who can get 1,600 yards in a season. I don't think he's going to do that in New Orleans. And he's going to be in New Orleans for the foreseeable future, and he's going to have the same quarterback for the foreseeable future. Nope. I just, I can't do it. He's a fade for me, not because I think he's not worthy of being in your dynasty rosters. I just think you can gain value by getting rid of him. I can get somebody who's going to have comparable production, and I can get a little bit of juice. If I can get a little bit of juice, and I can get Michael Pittman, you bet your ass I'm going to do it. If I can get a lot of juice, and I can get what about Braylon Ayuk? You, you,
1: you, you think you could get Ayuk
2: straight up for? Uh, yes, not even close. It, I, I'm, 100%. I'm People don't love Ayuk like that. And Chris Olave, Ohio State wide receiver, early draft capital it relatively productive a, a, as a first and second year player. The key to Chris Olave, you mentioned it was week one, but not just week one, first month of the season, bro went bananas, had like 40 targets or something. People always remember that whatever you start off with and whatever the season ends with is all this community remembers unless you had him. And I got Chris Olave share. So I know there's chunks of the season Where I got poop from him. Well, um, I got a a long memory. I don't remember. I don't
1: forget that. And it's good. You can tell we're back on live stream because Jerry's referencing poop again. (laughs) You 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 love to see it. We're right back into our old rhythm. Um, One of my buys, and I don't know. I think whichever one I can get cheapest, I want a Packers receiving target. Now I put Packers receivers on my note sheet but also Luke Musgrave or Tucker Craft in there. I want the g- give me the cheaper of the two tight ends and give me the cheapest of the three wide receivers. Uh, I would say four because I think Dom Tavian Wicks has got merit to, to rostering as well. But with Watson, I think Watson's the one that I'm most out on. I think Reed's the one that I'm most in on. I don't mind having a, uh, especially with the way that he played in the playoffs, Romeo Dubes and then Wicks, not so much Bo Bo, Bo Melton, but you're a Lions fan. You see the Packers twice a year. What are your thoughts on the Lions wide receivers? I mean, Jordan Love impressed me as he did a lot of people. I
2: I mean, we all, we thought it was possible. Don't, don't get your panties on a bunch. I know you've been, you ain't shut up about Jordan Love for three years now, but Here's my worry about Jaden Reed. Uh, Another hit. That was definitely a hit. I I remember two years ago, we were talking about you should trade your first and we can stash him. We looked stupid for a second there, but not anymore. Um, Jaden Reed's touchdown production scares me a little bit. I understand that he is going to see a bigger role in the offense and he's going to get more yards. It's going to be tough for him to match 10 touchdowns. But also, if you're capable of getting 10 touchdowns as a rookie, you can show that you're able to do it. And the Detroit Lions secondary, probably not going to get a whole lot better. I mean, Chicago Bears defense is okay. Minnesota's going to lose Harrison Smith soon. So, I mean, if Jordan Love grows and he takes that next step that he needs to, then I'm going to be stupid for talking about my man like this. It just the production worries me. The touchdown production, excuse me, worries me a little. But I'm in. I'm I I do think the Jordan Love is going to be a pain in my ass for a long time, and I would invest in this offense for sure, especially because they're all doing it so young.
1: I believe as long as they have Matt LaFleur calling the plays, I think they'll be in good shape. And I'm really hoping now, if you're a contender, I'll be curious to see if they want to save 5 million bucks. But I couldn't imagine this offense cutting, proactively cutting Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones is the guy. I mean, that offense looked a lot better when Aaron Jones was like, was this running wild? He looked great against good rush defenses the last two games. Cowboys are top five in the league. Detroit's top five in the league. And mind you, he's a little bit older. He'll be 30 going into this 2024 season. But if you're Green Bay and you're like, man, man, we got a cheap quarterback because Jordan Love does not make that $40, $50 million a year. And he's very helpful. I think they either draft somebody or bring in somebody. I don't know that they re-sign A.J. Dillon. But I think Aaron Jones is, is is a sneaky stash in here as well. I think that's probably fair. I mean, if you're a contender, like, like if you know next year. I mean, they're, they're going to be cheap as hell. If, so if, I, I, yes. I mean with with that in mind then yeah sure I can I can dig that I mean think about like the two oh nine the two ten and you can offer that for as a contender because like right if you had the two oh nine that means you finished in the final four of your league if you can it means your team should be pretty good unless unless you feel it was the last year of your contenders window and if that's not the case maybe you got there a year early. This is a nice piece to add in deeper leagues because uh even though he's 30, uh I think he'll be good and, and I think this offense will continue to be good, Jerry. I mean, I I agree. All right. Well, let's get let's get one more for you. Oh, I gotta just not pick not one. like one more like for the night, but just one more right now. Oh, is- okay, okay. You scared me because I, I, I didn't want to
2: end with this guy. Um Rashi Rice, Randall. What are your thoughts? I I'm trading for Rashi Rice.
1: Have, am I just drinking the Kool Aid? I think Rashi Rice is a fine buy. I actually had this conversation with good friend of the show and one of the best, if not top three in the industry, Ray Garvin from Destination Devi and, and so much more. Uh, wake up, uh, just a just a great content creator. And we were talking about Rishi Rice. And it's like, I don't want him to get the now, they're not going to be drafting this high, but I don't want him to get the Jameer, I'm sorry, the Jamar Chase treatment to T Higgins. Yeah. I don't want them to bring in or trade for a Mike Evans, which I no longer think would happen. No. But do they go out and try to bring in that true alpha? Does Travis Kelsey reemerge? I'll tell you, I really was excited about the 12 targets he had in the Miami game. 40 degrees below zero or whatever the hell, 12 targets, eight catches. You saw him in the Buffalo game tonight. They're doing a lot with him. And if he takes a step, this is actually what I said in this same thread. This is why Twitter can be good because, you know, you have great conversations with guys like Ray. And I was like, do we need to look at guys like Nico Collins and Rishi Rice in that wide receiver one category? at maybe the expense of Chris Alave and as much as it might sound strange to say at the expense of, of Garrett Wilson, because, because at some point you have to go from having the potential to do it to being the guy who's actually done it. Correct. You know, my, I used to work for a guy, his name was Tim. And, and, and he would say, at some point you got to stop getting good and just be good. And, and Nico Collins was good. Now I have some tank Dell questions there. But, but 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 that's my two cents on it.
2: I'm with you. And here here's my question. Okay, knowing what Rishi Rice did, knowing the offense that he's in, knowing the quarterback that he's got, what range are you taking him in rookie drafts this year? If he was in this class, it, it, comparable, if you're in a startup and you got rookie picks, mm-hmm. like, I mean, you're going to take Marvin Harrison Jr., you're probably gonna take Malik neighbors, but that might not be fair to do either.
1: I mean, I'm, t- I'm, I'm telling you, I, I I don't want to get into too much rookies because we're gonna do we're gonna do another show next week, live stream after the AFC and NFC championship games. And then that weekend, that dead weekend in between the championship games and Super Bowl, that Sunday, February, I think it's the fourth, Dallas is gonna come on. We're gonna do our first mock draft. But I was just sitting here scratching down some names, and I, and I'm always going to go super flex. Please feel free to take yes. the quarterbacks out if you're a one QB gamer. Um, super flex, I, I I think it should go. My opinion: some combination of Caleb Williams one, Harrison Jr. two, Jaden Reed because of the wheels three. Daniel's. Here. God you dang it! I, I, dude, I, I need to get this out of my head now before we get deeper into rookie season just a big Jaden Reed guy. Um, another tweet that people liked. remember the, the, the Drake album. If you're reading this, it's too late. I am not a Drake guy. I'm not really either, but I knew the thing. And I, I, I posted as like, if you're looking to buy Jaden Reed and dynasty, then I put, if you're reading this, it's too late because I'm super high on Jade on, on Jaden Reed. But anyway, Williams, Marvin Harrison, Jr. Jaden Daniels, like Jack, Jack Daniels, uh, And then Drake may or Malik neighbors, then probably Roma Dunze, and then if you said you wanted to go Rishi rice over the one Oh seven, I'm not going to argue with you.
2: I I think there's an argument that Rishi rice goes ahead of Malik neighbors. If you want me to be honest,
1: I think it comes down to, I don't don't know
2: where he's going. Like if he gets drafted by the Patriots, Oh, I'm fucking excited for that. Oh, I probably shouldn't have said that on the live stream, but i like it. No, thank you. I'm good. I'll take the Kansas it, City guy. Like, I, I do. Obviously, I am worried that if they bring somebody else in. But even if they bring somebody else in, Travis Kelsey's the one. And Rishi he, Rice he and Patrick Mahomes or... have,
1: have a connection. I just. I, I mean, th- that's the one thing. But everything. And, and I again, I've been starting my rookie evaluations. But the more I see on Malik Neighbors, I'm like. He's a lot. I, clo- he's a, He's a lot closer to Marvin Harrison Jr. than he is to Roma Dunze. I mean, start I'm not, right not
2: going to disagree with you. There's just a lot of situations like that it. he can
1: go to that I'm just going to go no. You know, and and this is the AJ Brown corollary because we did this with AJ Brown. Oh, Tennessee, it's it's he, a horrible. He's, way the, he's, he's sort of the exception, though. But yes, you're right. You're not wrong. But the way he plays the game. Works for just about everybody, which is fair. There, there's not a whole lot of spots that I think he lands that are super super bad. I mean, there's a shot he could go to L.A. I've seen a mock draft where neighbors goes to to L.A., but I, I think right now, knowing what I know, um and again, Jerry and I were talking about this before we hit the record button. In anything, in any market, whether it's the stock market, um, if you've played poker. Uh, dynasty fantasy football that's why you're here this is a game and those are things of incomplete information and as the information becomes more known and more clear prices adjust so if you're willing to speculate that reishi rice is not going to get usurped by a free agent wide receiver or a rookie wide receiver then now is the time to buy because if we get to that point in may and he's faded round 1 and round 2 wide receiver competition and he's faded free agency in march his price we're, we're going to put a rocket ship on his back and he's going to the moon so if you believe that's the case now's the time to buy because even if you buy him for market the price has only got one place to go up so if, if you believe that now if you believe now nah, they're going to they're going to sign T Higgins Speaking of T. Higgins, they're going to sign him in free agency or they're going to trade for wide receiver X. Then now is not the time to buy. So that that that's how I look at that, Jer. I think that's fair. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. If you need help with Dynasty and, and you need a presence, you need a thing, our friends at Player Profiler have, have something uh, called the Dynasty Dominator.
0: Now, I know many of you are looking for a secret weapon for your Dynasty League, and I have it. It's called the Dynasty Dominator app. You go to the App Store, go to Google Play. It's right there. It's $5 to download, and then every year it's $5 to load the next incoming class of rookies. You can add Superflex, add Titan Premium. It's incredible because it allows you to look up players. It allows you to vote on whether a player is a buy, hold, or sell, and then see the market sentiment on that player and you can compare their lifetime value rating from player profiler to their dynasty adp at the ffpc all in the price lookup tool and beyond that we have a trade analyzer so you'll never lose another dynasty trade again and in our settings you can set this is a win now team this is a rebuilding team and then we let you compare players look at their metrics side by side prospect metrics nfl metrics it's all there it's five bucks in the app store there's some add-ons for super flex and to buy the upcoming rookie class. Every year you're going to spend $5 on this thing, and it's going to be well
1: worth it. There you go. $5. And I, and I always say this because it's true. Went to uh Starbucks the other day with my wife and son, and they ordered two beverages, Jerry. That's one apiece cuz you know who didn't get one? Mm-hmm. This guy. And $12. Well, you don't want to take out a mortgage. I mean, you get three yeah, drinks at no, Starbucks. I, I mean, you got to take a mortgage, right. brother. First of all, I'm a, I'm a man of both uh wealth and taste, but I'm not paying $6 for for a Starbucks drink. $6. So wait, but you can have you can you can forego. You can go you can go to a water fountain. You can take one of those plastic bottle gimmicks, put it under the water fountain, drink that instead of a Starbucks and and for, and you saved $5, right? $6. Yep. Okay, put $1 back in your grubby little pocket. Take the other five dollars. Go get the Dynasty Dominator. Easy peasy. Super simple. Well, I'm I'm going to give you I'm going to give you two more buys. I, okay. I'm going to give you a buy. I'm going to let you do one more, and then I'm going to wrap it up with a big surprise. Okay, I'm going to do a fade. So all right, good, we'll good, good. good. Uh, I'm buying Will Levis. Okay, I am. You I am ahead. buying. Tell me, uh, Ran Carthon likes him. I am hoping, I am hoping for the Jordan Love corollary. Uh, when and all these quarterbacks, all these quarterbacks, when when you go to an organization, uh, and, and I mentioned this before, but and I always give credit because Colin Cowherd said it. Very, very few of these young quarterback prospects are talented enough to overcome the dysfunction of the organization in which that was drafted them. We're seeing it right now with Trevor Lawrence. We've seen it for the last three years with Justin Fields. We've seen it. They're talented. They're not talented enough to overcome the dysfunction of the Jags and the Bears. Andrew Luck, we yes, lost Jackers. him too soon. We we lost him too soon. He was not talented enough to overcome the dysfunction of Jim Ursay and Ryan Grigson. He just wasn't. His body was no longer healthy enough when, when, uh, the new GM got there. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but 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 th- th- that that's my over my my overarching point. But so like Le- 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 Levis, I'm hoping that he gets an offensive-minded quarterback. Excuse me, an offensive-minded head coach, a really good like like a Matt Lafleur, and a guy that can come in and and help him grow. Uh, I don't know which of the candidates I would love, but I, I would love a progressive. And I, I think the kid's got talent. If you told me going into year two or asked me who's more talented, Will Levis or Jordan Love, I would lean Levis. Now it's it's it sounds crazy or blasphemous to say that now that we've seen Jordan Love do what he what he's done. Of course, that's hindsight though. But but another year and a better offense, a little bit more offensive friendly. Um, I don't love Traylon Burks. He's a fine wide receiver, two three. Uh, Chigakonkwo is fine. I'll be curious to see what they do with the running back position. You know, Spears is earmarked to be the guy. But he's going to be super cheap, at at least in quarterbacks and at least in in super flex. So compared to what you'd have to give up, I think you could get him for a second, to to be real honest. Because all the three rookies, so I I, I don't think he's going to get replaced. I think he's gonna get another year and I will buy speculatively on Will Levis.
2: Here's why I think you're fine. Because nobody's super high on Will Levis right now, which means bro is very cheap. This is exactly the Jordan Love situation. If you're not helping me immediately, we don't care. We're not a we're not a patient group of people dynasty players in general. So because of that, I agree with you. I do think he has some talent. I think they will go for an offensive minded head coach just because they have been the exact opposite of that during the Mike Vrabel era. So I think they are going to switch it up pretty tremendously. Um I need to see more talent in there. I mean they get they got to get better offensive players. DeAndre Hopkins 184 years old Derrick Henry's 75 years old. Derek
1: Henry's gone. He said his goodbyes. He said goodbye to the cleaning ladies.
2: Everybody's going to be gone. That that organization is going to be gutted, and that's one of the reasons why I think they're going to be crap, and I think he is going to struggle. So I think there's even more time to acquire him just because of that, and I do think he does have the talent to play. I mean, we've seen Tommy DeVito and every other, every other guy that started games this year, and Will Levis is better than those people. So, I'm with you. I think the value is going to be good. I don't hate it. I'm There's a chance he doesn't pan out. I think that's fair to say. But for what for what the acquisition cost is, Randy, I think that's a,
1: I think that's a pretty good trade for. All right, give us one last fade and then I'll give you one last four and we'll get the hell out of here. People are not going to like it
2: because it was a rookie this year. And it was a rookie that I had trepidations about coming in. And it's Zay Flowers. Randy, I'm looking at 850 yards, and I'm looking at five touchdowns, and I'm looking at a quarterback that was the MVP of the NFL. What, what do I think is going to tremendously change? What was the worry? Low passing attack. What did we see? He's got nil for competition. I mean, he's got Isaiah Likely, and he's got Mark Andrews. We saw Rashad Bateman yesterday. He looked fine, but we're in year four. We finally, we've seen three games ever. Zay Flowers is not good enough to be a cornerstone piece of your dynasty championships. Like, he's fine if you have to start three wide receivers, and you got to start him as your wide receiver three. You're still not winning a championship. If you got to go into week 17, you got Zay Flowers as your wide receiver three. You think the other guy doesn't have a better wide receiver than you? I got news for you. He does. And that situation is not going to change because Lamar Jackson is going to be the quarterback there. John Harbaugh is going to be the coach there. Zay Flowers is on a rookie deal, so he is going to be there. The only thing that can possibly happen is they get a better running attack which will take his touchdown opportunities, or they bring in other wide receivers, which is going to hurt his passing share. No, thank you. And, and there's people that love Zay Flowers. And I, I think that he is a good enough wide receiver, but at this point he's Hollywood Brown. And how does the dynasty community feel about Hollywood Brown? Cause he's like 26 and you would think that dude was 104 and nobody cared about him. And I just, I feel like that's the future
1: of Zay Flowers. I, I don't hate it. Uh, I was doing some research. You know, he had one 100-yard game all year. One. With the MVP. With the In an MVP season. It's not like Lamar's been the picture of health the last couple of years. Right. Uh, I mean, we, we, again, if he can stay healthy two years in a row, it's a different conversation. But where do you think he finished among rookie wide receivers? He was the rookie wide receiver fill in that blank. Six, five, Puka, Addison, Reed, Rice, Flowers, and and would Tank Dell have been in that conversation had he 100%. stayed hell? One hundred percent. So to your point earlier, where would you where would you put Zay Flowers in this draft class?
2: Not, I mean, I mean, he's in there. I I'm not taking Zay.
1: I'm not taking a first round. L- pick let me. <laughs> I, I've botched his name and I've mixed him and Jaden Daniels together twice. If you could get Jaden Reed. Jay, Reed and a second for Zay Flowers. You making that move? I'll take Jaden
2: Reed. Reed straight up.
1: Well, I, no shit, dummy. But but I'm talking about, because people, because you're I, right, I, people will. People, I don't will, want a
2: second either. I don't want Zay Flowers.
1: Right. but, but what, Let, what me, let saying, me just say that.
2: I, I, I don't want him on my teams.
1: Well, clearly you're fading him, but. The, the, no, like I, I, not even made. not
2: even like i'm fading him like he's better than quentin johnston uh, like, i like that's not a conversation but no no yeah no no
1: don't, don't get off your feet
2: there there is an opportunity for quentin johnson to beat this man out at some point is what i'm saying
1: okay and quentin okay. johnson
2: is a bum
1: i i i, I just want to bring that up just you know it's, it's a it's, it's it's a conversation because if if you know if you don't believe if people don't believe that jerry's correct and that zay flowers is a buy go sell according to jerry i'm sure i've got him on some teams well jerry let let, let, let me end this thing on a sizzler all right not like the old steak restaurant but like a sizzler my my are you gonna piss me off
2: don't piss me off i'm having a good day
1: it's it's not it's we're gonna buy justin fields he is a buy um I'm not 100% yet. I feel very confident. I could get the old, are you sure about that as well? Let me just, for a little context, for anybody that has maybe listened to this
2: podcast for the first time right now, you might go, why is that a sizzler? Randy has been an absolute hater of Justin Fields for the longest time. And so I, I just, I am so
1: intrigued right now, my friend. Well, I, I get plenty wrong. I don't always want to play the greatest hits. But I got a lot of pushback when I said a guy in, in Cleveland was going to be a bust. And it was Baker Mayfield. And it took took stints in Carolina and with the L.A. Rams for him to rebound and resurface in Tampa Bay. So I, I, I there's just certain things. And it wasn't Baker. It was the situation. It was Freddie Kitchens. He looked like a short-order line cook at a Flying J truck stop. He didn't look like an NFL head coach. Non-Midwesterners are flabbergasted at whatever you just said. But for those of us that live in it, that was gold, my friend. Perfect. And it's the same thing I feel about I feel about Justin Fields. And you know where Justin Fields is going to go. I predicted this because I said this on this show. I'm going to work with the talented group of Uh, thumbnail creators, tweets, you know, the, the, the people on our team that are really good with TikTok and Instagram, the one where I said Justin Fields would not be the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears in 2024. I'm calling my shot. Justin Fields, 2024, Las Vegas Raider. He'll have Devonte Adams. He'll have Michael Mayer. If Michael Mayer gets Justin Fields as his quarterback, you talk about a rocket ship because we saw it this year with Cole Komet. I think Antonio Pierce is really smart. He's already brought in uh, or is trying to bring in Marvin Lewis, former head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, really solid coach. A good offensive coach. Think about those Andy Dalton, Chad Ochocinco, T.J. Hushmanzada teams of the 2000 whatever you would like to call them. Justin Fields going to the Raiders, and everybody's like, well, Atlanta, Atlanta. He's not going to Atlanta. Why, why would you send him in the conference where you got to play him once or twice in every four years? You trade him to the Raiders. He's on the West Coast. He's out of your hair. You play him once every four years and you don't have to hear about it if he blows up. Justin Fields will be is, is a buy right now anyway because you don't know where he's going but when he goes to the Raiders it's going to be a good thing. I am going Justin Fields as my final buy. I think that's fair. I don't think it's yet though. I think it's once the Bears
2: trade him. Just because him going into
1: a new situation you think it's going to spike him that much a hundred percent it's the same reason why we talked about kyle pitts as someone uh you know as as it was in the it was on our patron group chat patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone uh someone had a, a kyle pitts trade and i was like as strange as is is to say i'm leaning to the kyle pitts side because kyle pitts is going to have faith in this community and when he gets a quarterback upgrade, because any Jerry's an upgrade over Desmond Ritter, but when, 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 when you get an upgrade at quarterback, that inflates value. That inflates optimism. If he gets a good offensive head coach or good offensive coordinator, that's going to inflate value. And people are going to laugh and scoff when I say Josh McDaniels. You can say whatever you want. Mac Jones had his best year. With Josh McDaniels, Josh McDaniels, the head coach is a boob, not the good kind. Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator, extremely talented, extremely talented. I just, anything that happens positive for these guys that are popular, Justin Fields being one will only raise the value. So when they get traded, it'll be like, see, somebody wants him. He's going to be great. I don't think you get hurt right now buying Justin Fields because I think the value is going to go up regardless. I think that's probably fair. So I'm, I, I'm, it, I don't have him in my top twelve like you. Yeah, but I will tell you, I, I mentioned this guy earlier. If I can work out and fashion some sort of a Tua, and we got to mix in some other pieces, maybe it's a player. If I can get off Tua and get into the Justin Fields business, as odd as that feels to say, feel dirty. I've already taken a shower today. I worked out earlier. I'm probably going to go take another shower before I go to bed because I, I, I have like this, this ick from saying that I would buy Justin Fields. But that's my buy.
2: I think it's fair. And I am more of a believer in Justin Fields. Like granted, I think it's outrageous what think people think he's going to do, but I think he's going to be in this league for at least the foreseeable future. And I think the situation helps him because I, 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 don't, I don't know where everybody lives. I know we have Australian listeners, and right now they're probably sitting in 90 degree weather. Actually, they probably don't even know what I just said. Whatever Celsius. the hell it is in Celsius. Celsius. Yeah, I don't know. 30 something, maybe. I don't know. I'm an American. We 28. Yeah, I. but when it's as cold as it is in Iowa, which is not far from Chicago, it's hard to breathe. It hurts to walk around, let alone catch the ball, get hit by giant superhumans. So I understand that getting out of there is probably going to be helpful to him. I think the kid's pretty good. uh, He's he's not. He's not Lamar, which is sort of what everybody thought he was going to be able to do when he rushed for a thousand yards, but. I don't know. I'm with you.
1: It depends, though, because the people that have Justin Fields, Randy. Oh, they love
2: Justin Fields.
1: See, I, I I believe they can be swayed because Justin Fields. Now he he did miss games. He was he was hurt, but he finished the season as QB eighteen. Again, missed four games, but it was a a mixed bag. And it wasn't like he set the world on fire. He was averaging seventeen point seven points a game. I, I'm just saying that there's some Justin Fields disappointment. That you may be able to capitalize on, by the way, and I mentioned this fun fact before going into the season, no player had more betting future tickets to win the MVP uh coming into the season than Justin Fields. I bring that point up as a way to illustrate as a way to illustrate that people could be disappointed. He cost him money. He cost him leagues. um, I want to go out on one last thing because we did mention this because this, this gives me a little uh, like chance to promote and segue out of the show. So Detlinger 936 in the chat wants to know, what do we think of Khalil Shakur and his role next year? It's funny you ask because in our patron group chat at patreon.com forward slash dynasty Warzone, See, there's the promotion. Um, We were actually talking about him today. I sent a, a little group message out. I'm buying Khalil Shakur. And I don't remember who it was. I thought it was Jordan McNamara. It wasn't Jordan McNamara. Uh, but someone posted the usage pattern for Khalil Shakur and Stefan Diggs over the last six weeks of the season, ever since that offensive coordinator change. And it was pretty much in favor of Khalil Shakur. I'm not sure Stefan Diggs is going to be on this team next year. I've not. We've been live streaming, so I've not watched anything. I've been on Twitter to see if, like, if he's throwing helmets, taking all the (laughs) bill stuff off his social media. I really don't know. But Detlinger, to answer your question, my friend, um, I believe he's a buy. Uh, I went and looked. How many rosters do I have? This guy.
2: Let me just. uh, You can answer that question in a second. I use Sleeper for all my sort of stats. It's just easy. I can look up their history, and I can have the game logs right there. I am using Patreon one as my, as the league that I'm using it for, uh, just cause it's like the most standard league. Also shout out to the dynasty war zone, Patreon leagues. We've got almost 20 of them. We'll get 20 of them this off season. Um, you
1: have him in this league. I'm, I'm looking at arrow DWZ Memphis. Uh, of course I do. Um, our boy, Dallas, Dallas Hyder clued me in. And again, just just more crossover promotional tie-in. Dallas is our rookie savant. He loves NFL football, but he also loves college football. I think he loves college football just a shade more, and he knows so much about these guys. So when my man Dallas says, hey, you need to be on blank, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Because usually he's giving me those sleepers, no pun intended, and uh, he's he's in the group chat, Jar. True, very active in the group chat. What I will say
2: is, he's absolutely a stash buy. If you if you can get him thrown into a trade, absolutely do it. Because it, because what happens if Stefan Diggs is gone, Randy?
1: Oh, guess it, it, where it,
2: guess where his value goes? Doesn't matter how many points he scores because he's going to score zero between now and September. But his value is going to go up. And it's gonna steady go up. So yes, absolutely an ac- acquisition buy.
1: So, so there you go. Um, big, uh, big shout out to our producer Kevin Smick. Smicky not in the building tonight. He's got a very, very good reason. Smicky's a new dad. Oh boy! His, his daughter was born today. So congratulations <laughs> to congratulations to. Mrs. Smick, and producer Kevin, and the, the I believe their first child. So big congratulations to them. Uh, we'll make sure to send out uh, kudos all around. He's at Smicky with three Y's. S-M-I-C-K-Y-Y-Y. Why? Because I said so. Check out Smicky. Send him some love for being a new dad. Check out the patron. I think we have one or two orphans left to fill with new patrons. Uh, we've already filled several. Uh, Jerry mentioned startups. It's five bucks a month. If you could go without two cups of expensive, ridiculously expensive coffee, but then for, for, I'm not knocking the taste. the uh, The blonde roast at Starbucks for like four dollars is it's a good cup of coffee. It's a good cup of coffee, Jerry. But uh, I, I, I'm I'm not a coffee snob. Like I'm not a beer snob. But I, I I am a people snob, so if you want to hang out, on.
2: just the, real quick. I I
1: don't mean to sidebar us, real quick. No, you're good. You're but good. I I picked up
2: some. Uh, one of my employees wanted Starbucks, and I was like, "Yeah, I got you." This is this is the order they sent me: an iced caramel brulee latte with oat milk, no whip, and salted caramel cold foam. I about shit my pants when I saw two sentences for a coffee drink.
1: I, I no no.
2: My, hey my, I, I got one too. It was fire. so' I'm, uh, not, I'm not mad at her but
1: uh my uh I forget it's like a cooler it's like a like a lemonade that's what my son drinks. and then my wife drinks a London fog latte. It's, I don't, I don't know, Jerry. I, I just like, she's like, do you, do you want a coffee? We're, we're I'm being like, such old guys. I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not paying right $4 for a dirty bean juice. <laughs> I'm just not, I'm not going to do it. But what you should pay, well, $5 for is a month's membership to patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone. Where we talk about things such as Khalil Shakur, the Detroit lions and all things fantasy football uh, new patrons do get dibs, if you will, on getting into new leagues and those will be right around the corner. I told Neil, who's our admin, our Scottish by way of Australia admin that uh, we'll be looking to do the first startup of the year sometime between Valentine's day and March 1st. So there's plenty of time to get in. Come on over Dynasty Warzone's Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty and check out our YouTube channel. And I think that's all the promoting, Jerry. But if you stuck around to the end, you are the most loyal. True. And we love you. And and we do love you. And, guys, we'll do more of this. Uh, We could do a part two next week. Like, I I still have, like, six names on this list. Uh, But maybe we'll do, like, what was our best takes and worst takes of the year? Always a crowd pleaser. And then two weeks from tonight, two weeks, mark your calendar, we're going to be doing our first rookie mock draft, 2024 rookie mock draft. And uh, we'll be doing that with Dallas Hyder from our show, The Rookie Rundown. I think we got it all. We're back, baby. We're back live on Sunday night. There is no okay. filter. There is no net. They can no longer control us, Jerry. We are no longer pre-recorded. We are going live each and every week. I gotta say, I'm excited.
2: Yeah, me too. I'm lounging right now. I got, I got a well, lounging. On. I am feeling good. I'm excited. You, you know, for
1: those that stuck around to the very end, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. So uh, I have this old flannel shirt. Now it's not like a flannel shirt that I would like wear out in public, okay. but like I'll wear it. Like it's like you mentioned, it's, it's cold in Iowa. Dude, it's cold as balls in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And i and, and I'll, I'll wear this flannel around the house. And my wife's like, can you throw away that flannel shirt? I'm like, no. She's like, you look like a homeless guy. <laughs> like you're not wrong, but it's a great shirt and it's soft and it's comfortable. So uh, I I hope you're I've got, warm. I got a flannel zip up that my dog ripped a hole in one time, like
2: a month after I bought it. That just gives a character. Me, ripped the whole thing out. Oh, I still wear it. Love oh, that b- thing. B- by it's the not way, going anywhere.
1: sidebar. One last thing. Thirty degrees Celsius, eighty six uh, degrees Fahrenheit.
2: Okay, thank you. See, we're educating
1: American listeners. Educating American listeners on the uh, the metric system of degree measuring. Listen, guys, you never know how long or what these shows are going to look like because, well, it's live. And when it's live, it's live. So make sure you have notifications turned on for the Dynasty War Zone. It'll be Sundays. Same drill next week. It may be 930. It may be 945 because Jerry and I like to watch football, too. So we'll be watching the the rest of next week's game, and then we'll jump on and talk Dynasty Fantasy Football with you. But until next time, thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for watching on Player Profiler. We'll see you next week. Have a great week, guys.
0: Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you